Hey, good evening, Top Fan Rivalry uh, followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry, and I got five of uh, the boys. The boys are back in town. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. I got Mikey. I got Jason. I got Thomas. I got Brian. Uh, I got Dave. I mean, all these guys have Dave's not here. Uh, been or David have put uh, either pen to paper or been on the podcast or done both. So I'm looking forward to this one tonight. Boys, how are we doing? We doing good? Fantastic. Attempting let's, to do well. Let's uh, let's talk some baseball. So I'm going to start with you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Jason Beck at, at Berman and Baseball. And by the way, uh, top fan uh, rivalry followers, if you're not following these five, I'll make sure that you know who they are. Please follow them. Give them likes. They all have great content um, there, whether it's family stuff or baseball stuff. Um, Brian was bold enough to post some stuff of him in a baseball uniform uh, yesterday, like 30 years after he should be in a baseball uniform, but it was off and on season. Hey, I'm hitting 333. That's all I care about. <laughs> there, you there you go. Awesome. So, so Dr. Beck, let's, uh, let's talk real quick here. So first question goes to you, my friend. Right so first of all, who is your team? And then secondly, who is your key free agents to your team? Um, my team is the New York Yankees. Um, fan for goodness, so many years waiting for a, a change, waiting for a turn um, in what's going on in the boogie down for sure. And I think this might be the off season that, you know, we do some, we do some house cleaning and uh, change things for the better for, for the 23 season. So, you know, for sure, everybody's talking about, we have to, we have to resign Aaron judge. He, he they got to back up the truck and not let that him get away. And uh, Anthony Rizzo, um, he, he needs to be back as far as I'm concerned because of his um, presence in the dugout presence in the clubhouse uh, he's a platinum glove award winner. You know, he just solidifies your defense. I mean, you have to be solid up the middle, but having that corner bag there and digging balls all the time is super important. Um, so I think, uh, re-signing him, um, is second on the list for sure. And that's the most, those are the two key free agents that I think we need to really address this year in New York. I agree. And then, Obviously, the rumor mill, and I I hate the rumor mill. I, I, you know, Mikey and I were on a live the other night, and everybody was giving us a hard time saying, oh, let's re-sign Yasiel Puig. Well, look what happened. Look what came out today, right? Five to ten. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy's going to the pokey, right? But rumor mill had it today, uh, Jason, that I guess the Astros are looking – go after Rizzo because they don't want Guriel back at 39 years old. I don't know really? who that is. I was, uh, I did not see that in today's newswire, man. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's, that's unique to me because there's not a, there's not a real love loss for the Yankees and Astros. So that would be right. That would be a weird dealio. If it happens, that would be a strange scenario. Guriel can yeah. still hit though. He can, but he's got a bum knee right now. So, uh -huh. you know, it is what it is. So, well, but, the the most important thing is is getting Judge in the books, and then to see what follow what falls into place after the big money guys sign is always the 
the the interesting thing to to see what happens. So if if Rizzo bites and goes to the Astros before we re-sign Judge, well, you know that's fine. We we will fill the gap somewhere along along the line with a good first baseman. But you know having that platinum glove at that bag was number one for me. Hey, based on the things that I saw on Instagram yesterday, B Cap will lace them up for you. Play first base in New York. Let's the go. Price is right, Brian. Right, you'll you'll do it. Do it for free. Well, I, I speak on behalf of all Dodger fans, Jason. I hope he goes back to the Yankees too, because I do not want to see him on the Giants. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to see him on the in the anywhere in the NL West, bro. Nope. So <laughs> I I hope you get your wish and he comes back. Yeah. Speaking of that, Mikey, I, we know you're a Dodger fan, but but. Who are the key free agents to the Dodgers this uh, offseason? Well, yeah, the Dodgers, they had a handful this year. They had 10. Um, and the big ones for me to come back were Clayton Kershaw, which, you know, everybody posted two and a half days ago that he it's it's a done deal. But that was three days ago and it's still not done. So. Um, it's looking promising, obviously. So he's one um, I would be happy to see come back. Tyler Anderson, I would love back. And uh, Trey Turner, obviously. Um, and then there's two outside outside guys that um, Tommy Canely and Chris Martin, I would like to see back. Um, if, you know, it's fair to both sides. Um you know, if, if both both sides feel like it's a fair deal, you know, I'd like to see those two guys come back. Um, Haney, Kimbrell, Price, Joey Gallo, Kevin Pillar. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> what do you mean, Kevin Pillar? I mean, mm -hmm. he played like four and a half innings for us and ran into a wall. That's awesome. That He does that every game. He does that for every team. <laughs> he doesn't run into a wall. He gets hit in the face you know, by a pitch. So the guys that I feel sorry for him. He's been under bad luck the last few years. They only, they only, they only sign him because he's a Cal state Dominguez Hills alumnus. And they're just like, you know, a uh, stone's throw from Dodger stadium. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's where I am. So Kershaw Anderson and Turner are my three that, you know, I definitely would want to come back. Like it. Like it. All right, uh, Mr. Thomas, you're up. Uh, who are you a fan of and who are your key free agents? All right, I guess it's now official. I can't say I'm a fan of the defending World Series champs. <laughs> but the Atlanta Braves, and I'm going to just go ahead and put this out there to all the Philly fans. Y'all let me down. I love that the Astros kept losing to NL East um, teams in the World Series, had the Nationals beat them, had the Braves beat them. The Phillies were supposed to fall right there. You let us down. But, yes, Atlanta Braves, let's get back on topic. We got a uh, pretty good list of free agents, but the only ones I care about, only notable ones, Jesse Chavez, Kenley Jansen, Dancy Swanson, Adam Duvall, Robbie Grossman. Really the only ones that matter to me is that shortstop role in Dancy Swanson. He is a gold glove uh, winning shortstop, so that is a big hole we have to fill there. And then Adam Duvall, uh, he is a great presence in the locker room. He did get hurt this past season. But I would love to see the Braves bring him back as well. But 
you have that shortstop and that left field roller, the, big, the biggest spots that the Braves have to address this offseason. So when this airs, I, I hope it's not going to happen. I know that. I'm just going to go ahead and wrap my mind around it. But I hope Dansby takes the qualifying offer. I hope he stays in Atlanta because he knows he is a leader there. He knows he is a cornerstone. He grew up in the area. He knows the fans love him. So I hope he stays with the team. Yeah. You know, and it's it's interesting to, to what I did with Jason, with you too. I was reading the rumor mills today. And remember, mm-hmm. everybody said Trey Turner's going to the Phillies. Well, the rumor mill today says that Dansby Swanson stays put in Atlanta. Bogey, Xavier Bogarts, goes to Philly. The Dodgers mm-hmm. keep Trey Turner. And then um, uh, Carlos Correa goes to the Cubs. And so yeah. I, you know, I want Trey Turner back. I'm sure you would be happy with Dansby Swanson. Now, with Dansby's representation being the same as Freddie Freeman, and we might have some similarities to last year with Freddie, with them being on the fence, back and forth, back and forth, the Braves are not afraid to move on to their second option to make sure we do have a gold glove caliber guy, to make sure we do have a silver slugger caliber guy. So if Dansby and his team doesn't make a move quick enough, Alex Anthopoulos will move on. He will move on and stag uh, Trey Turner. He will go on and get uh, Xander Bogarts if we have to. He will go get that next guy if we can't get our piece back. But he learned a huge lesson last year by not telling Freddie the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So there's there's so much back and forth. I don't know what the truth is with that, because Freddie says he didn't know anything until his first time back in Atlanta to play against the Braves. But his representation says, oh, we told him right away. So there's so much back and forth. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like politics. I like defense. I like offense. But the best parts of cheerleaders. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's where you're going to go with that. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. I've, I've been reading rumor mills all day because. What I do for a living outside of this, nobody wants to talk to me until the beginning of the year. So I got all this free time now to read everybody's opinions. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's kind of almost like being retired. It's fun. You can just sit there and read. So, but uh, cool. I like those observations. Brian, you're up next. Uh, fan, and then who are your key free agents? All right, so my team has a weird question mark over it, but as an Angels fan, it's a pretty weird offseason with a potential sale of the team, and we have some big free agents that are in the open market. We got Michael Lorenzen, Archie Bradley, and Matt Duffy are the key guys. Um, Two of those guys, and Bradley and Duffy, missed significant time due to weird injury sustained in the Seattle Mariners brawl um, back in June. So Bradley pitched 21 games this entire season. Um, So that big relief help did not come in handy with him breaking his forearm in that brawl by falling over the fence. Um, Matt Duffy strained his back and was out like a month and a half from, I guess, holding one guy back in that brawl too. So, you know, uh, angle stadium curse, I guess, uh, it's been pretty rough, but, um, those are the key guys. Lorenzen, you know, he proved me wrong. Um, he was a pretty solid starter when he was healthy, but I was proved right. Uh, when he could not finish the, you know, pitch a whole season as a starter, he missed time too with a, um, with an arm strain. So 
big question mark with uh with guys that are coming off the books for our team but we do have some money to spend um who knows if we will spend it considering um Artie Moreno possibly selling the team elsewhere but I know the GM has been interviewed and he has said that the sell of the team is not going to hinder them from spending money um don't know how that's going to work but there's things uh there's there's spots that need to be filled you know shortstop's a question mark we have guys in the pipeline but I don't think it's a ready for a win now scenario we are in the last year of Shohei Otani um we have question marks in left field uh third base is a question mark with Rendon's health as well so who knows even first base Walsh Walsh is a He's coming off of thoracic outlet syndrome surgery, so who knows if he's going to be ready or the same guy we saw in 2021 20, uh, as well. Um, so big question mark, as always. Uh, I just angles. got one, one thing to say to you, Brian, and that's keep your hands off Tyler Anderson. I saw the rumor. <laughs> I don't like it. Angels, stay away. We'll find a way to screw that up. <laughs> uh, or they'll sign him, and then he'll, you know, he'll need – Tommy John. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He'll be, he'll just settle in next to Rendon, man, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I, I have some faith, you know, in, in Perry Manazzi, and he's, he's come out and hired the right guys. He's revamped the entire coaching staff, except for the pitching coach. And, you know, after years of having the Angels be like they need pitching, uh, we were top 10 in uh, Team ERA and pitchers last year. Um, so we have a solid group of guys coming up. Um, but it's all about the offense. And if you guys have kept up with the Joe Madden drama in his book, he's trying to make himself look like the good guy. But as I see it, he's making himself look like the bad guy with how he wanted the team ran the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. You guys need to get good here real quick. I don't know why you, the angels don't, elevate David Fletcher a little bit more and make the team about Shohei, Fletch, and Trout. Because Fletch can play just about any position in the infield, and he's going to hit a solid 280, 285 for you or better. Yeah. he missed. The thing is, though, he missed time this year. He came out hurt. He had hip surgery. He came back and did very well once he was healthy. Um, but then he got hit on the hand, I think, the last like couple weeks. And so they were like, well, we're – you know, 3000 games out of it. Why, why risk him? So, but right. I think I, I agree. Fletcher, he's always been the guy where it's like, if he plays every day, like he's going to be a menace to those pitchers. Yeah. He reminds me of a, a David Eckstein. He's, oh, yeah. he makes these guys throw a lot of pitches. He does things at the plate that, that aren't normal. And I don't know why you guys don't kind of build around him, not, Trout and Otani. I mean, not to say that you don't build around Trout and Otani, but I don't know why you don't elevate him. I, I don't know. It's just my yeah. own personal opinion. I love. Maybe I'm just fan, you know? I love. I love. I love him. I hate facing him. He's a tough out. Yeah, he is. He's a tough out. He's tough to strike out. And also, you know, with the emergence of Luis Franjifo this year, he got some playing time and had a breakout year, and we could yeah. potentially see him playing a lot more. Or, you know, we'll get to this later. But little trade bait. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. And I just kept thinking as you were describing that fight, I just kept remembering what Mr. Miyagi said. Best block, no be there. Right. So tell your guys <laughs> next time, best block, no be there. <laughs> I don't want to go on the IL. I'm just gonna stay right here in the dugout. You boys find it yep. out. So 
All right, David, you're up. Talk to me. Oh, oh I'm, I'm awake. Uh, <laughs> I'm somehow still alive after the Phillies magically went to the World Series. Um, but yeah, um, as you can tell, I'm a Phillies fan. And we have a very interesting situation as a Phillies organization. A lot of our free agents are pitchers. Um, we have Syndergaard, Gibson, Eflin, and who Eflin can be sort of a dual workman if he if we so choose to, but he really sh- shown off um, in those brief moments in the playoffs as a relief pitcher. Um, I wish we could get Corey Neville back because his time was cut way too short because of that injury that he suffered. Um, I mean, there's, and we also, if we could get Dave Robertson back, that would also be huge because as everyone here knows, Philly's bullpen goes as well as oiled and water. Um, It's not necessarily the best and it's not necessarily the worst, although it can kind of sort of lean towards being some of the worst. We just need to get, we need, we need to get healthy arms and, in an age like this, it's kind of hard to find. But if we can re-sign like Neville, Hand, maybe Robertson, and heck, maybe even get utility men and Johan Camargo, that would be quite solid for us going forward. Um, we also have um, Painter in the minors who may be getting a call up in next season or in 2024. Don't know. But he would make a good addition as a good uh, – three or four starter behind danger. Yeah. And you've got, like you said, you've got a lot of pitchers out there that you've got to, I mean, obviously you have Nola, but you've got a lot of pitchers you got to build around. And that's that, you know, getting Robertson back, getting, I like, I know that the angel fans don't like uh, Noah, um, you know, or at least some of them don't, but here's the thing. Any given day, if he comes out as Thor, you're going to win that game. If he comes out as Noah, you got a 50-50 shot. And so I like him, and I think he's good pitching in that ballpark. I I hope that you guys do get him back. I really do. It'll be good because then that way we can have a good five-man rotation with Wheels, Nola, Ranger, Thor, and then maybe – why not bring back Kyle Gibson for one more go-around? Why not? Um, just for the memes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to stay with you for the next question, uh, David. So oh, okay. let's talk. Um, who are you okay with letting go? And who do you like? If you have to let go of some of those names, who are you okay with letting go? But who are your couple, couple, two, three that you just absolutely want back? So one of the people that I'm kind of okay with letting go, and a part of it is due to his age, I'm kind of okay with letting Kyle go. Um, he was, he's been okay as a starter. I mean, he has glimpses every now and then, but still it's just a whole lot of men. And I know I just said that we would, it would be great to have him back. I know. Um, I mean, it's, it's just so difficult. Like, I think, I think we can live without Zach. Um, Gene Segura was also one of those people where I'm just like, I'm not sure if we should let him go or not. And then we did let him go. So I'm like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna be buyers. So that's that's gonna be interesting to follow. And I mean, I guess a person that I like say no, thank you to trade. Um, 
No, don't trade um, uh, words, uh, Corey. Don't trade Corey Neville. Um, like he had, he had good starts, and you know, especially after Girardi left, the whole bullpen became a fluent dumpster fire, and the whole closer by committee happened. I think that Corey never got a chance to succeed in that role because of his injury. So I think he would be possibly one of the only guys that I would say, don't trade. Like we want to keep you. We want you to, we want you to stay. And then I would say also just keep Dave Robertson back. Yeah. Keep, keep Robertson back. Yeah. Just keep Dave Robertson. Um, He never really had a full chance to go a full season with us because he was either hurt or we got him via trade. So I think if we can just say no thank you to trading Dave Robertson and just try to maybe see how he does in a full season here in Philly, I think it could be a wild ride. I agree with you. I like it. I like it. Thomas, same question. Who do you absolutely have to keep, but who are you okay with letting go? Uh, Honestly, wait, just first and foremost, let's go ahead and address this. Just like – uh, you said with the Dodgers, with uh, Campbell, Kelly Jansen, bye. Goodbye. You can, you can, you can go. <laughs> we have Iglesias. Thank you, BCAP, for that. Love Iglesias. But, yeah, Kenley, he's just so hot and cold, more cold than hot. He had a bunch of saves this year, but that's mainly because the Braves can hold a three-run lead. But, yeah, Kenley, goodbye. Uh, the biggest one, let's just go ahead and address Dansby. Dansby just came off the best season of his career. But if you just look at his career as a whole, if you just take his entire average as a whole, I don't see these numbers withstanding. I don't see, I don't see him saying, staying as hot as he is right now. So if he has to go, let him go. I'm, I'm okay with that. So let's go ahead and move on to someone that's a little bit more consistent, even if we have to move um, Von Grissom over to shortstop. He is a natural shortstop and just let him figure it out there and go get a bigger bat in left field. I'm okay with letting Dansby go. He's a great leader, but he's just not consistent enough for me. I need someone that's going to be consistent for the next four to five years and not just have a great season on his one free agency year. So that's just how I'm seeing it right now. Makes sense. Makes sense. Bye-bye, Kenley. Mikey, when we get to you, we'll talk about that. But, Brian, tell me, you know, in your big free agency market there that you mentioned, <laughs> who are you okay with just letting go, but who do you really want back? All of them. See ya. Bye. <laughs> like, I mean, you can't really gauge their performance on, you know, the team's performance, but it's like – I'm so sick and tired of these one-year deals. They've all, all these guys that are gone are just one-year deals that, you know, they didn't pan out or, you know, they were hurt. Like, and it's out of all of them. Like, I think I was most excited for Archie Bradley just because of his demeanor when he pitches, like he's got this, you know, this screw you attitude, which the angels desperately need coming out of the bullpen. But, you know, if he's going to, you know, when he did pitch, he wasn't great. So bye. Like I want someone that can stay healthy and be out there. I think out of all the guys that are free agents, you know, a lot of them are no names, but I would like to see Lorenzen come back to show what he can do because there were glimpses of a solid starter and he has the drive to want to be that, you know, he is going to be 31, but you know, he's an Anaheim native and he's a fan favorite because he's an Anaheim native. Um, 
And he also has a really good demeanor when he's out there on the mound. Um, so I, I think bringing him back would be really nice, um, you know, as that fifth or sixth starter, if we can't get another guy out there. Um, but those guys were low cost. So if it's going to free up some space to, you know, buy other players, then I'm all for it. But, you know, out of all of them, Lorenzen's the most like the guy that I'd like to see come back. But if he doesn't, I won't be hurt by it. Remind me of the kid's name here that came out of El Toro, local kid, uh, pitcher. I'm I'm drawing a blank on his name. Came out from where? Richard. Uh, no, not Richards. Uh, came out from El Toro High School. On the Angels? Yeah, pitcher. Uh, uh, I don't think they, they have anyone. I know they have guys like, you know, Griffin Canning came from um, from out here. Uh, Patrick yeah. Sandoval's from, like, That's Mission Viejo. Lorenzen went to Torrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a Torrance Terrier. He was a stud in high school, man. Yeah. Jason, Jason and Mikey, you know what Brian sounds like? He sounds like the Yankees during the Manningly years and the Dodgers during the 90s and early 2000s. It's like, we don't care. Get rid of it all. Just give us a shot at something. Yeah. Right. Maybe. I just want to win, dude. I just want a winning season and I want to experience like, I mean, I, I'm glad I didn't have to go through the anxiety of the playoffs, you know, <laughs> but I want, I want to experience it. You know, I haven't, I haven't done so since, you know, 2014 and I, I see everyone like going, like I knew a guy who's on my baseball team on Sundays. He was at the world series clincher in Houston and he grew up in Houston. Like he's a big fan and he took his dad to the game and, He's like, it's an experience that's never going to leave me. And I, like, I was 10 when the Angels won it. Like, I want to experience it now where I can really appreciate it. And I don't think that's going to happen within the next, you know, five to eight years. I really don't. It's going to happen when you have kids, Brian. You can take your kids to it. (laughs) Yeah, still. What if they don't, they're going to be like, Dad, why does your team suck? And I'll be like, (laughs) I don't know. Welcome to the club. Welcome to sports. So I go to church with a guy that's a, he's his household is split. He's kind of a Dodger fan, and one of his kids is a Dodger fan, but his other kid is an Angels fan. His other son's an Angels fan. And so he came up to him and he says, Dad, the one that's an Angel fan, he goes, Dad, I'm an Angel fan, but in October I'm a Dodger fan. <laughs> that kid's grounded like, in my house. That's hilarious. <laughs> kid would you grounded in my house. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah, well, Brian, Brian, your guys's your guys's organization can't even figure out what what city you want to play in or what California Angels, Anaheim, <laughs> Los Angeles. Are we the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, California? Pick a that's name. Something you know that question. You know that's been haunting me for the last twelve plus years or so. It's I'm so numb to it. Like, yeah. why would I don't just I don't care. Yeah, California. Why would you leave California Angels? You have all of California. Should have just stayed the California Angels. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, and we won it as Anaheim. So growing up, growing up watching Angels on KTLA, man, and in the eighties, the Angels would dominate the early part of the summer, and then every summer, Kansas City would make their run, man. Back in those days when Kansas City was good, and then, and my dad, every year, may he rest, he was an Angels fan till his dying day, man. 
every year my dad when those when the royals would come from the rearview mirror and then just pass the angels up every year my dad would say i'm never watching the angels again never gonna watch them again man and, and he'd be back at it in spring training man but oh yep i can what? feel my my dad's pain and i i know you know brian yeah I, as an angels you know seeing the angels family and the angels fan base Mike Trout deserves to be in it. They need to do whatever they need to do to get Mike Trout into the playoffs. Ring, everybody yeah. needs everybody needs to see him and see him showcased in the playoffs at least once. Yeah. Or he'll do it in Houston when they trade him to the Astros. That's just me. So so a sidebar question for you, Jason. What what did your dad do after the 82 season? After that was the 80- season, that was the season that the Angels went up in the in the championship series. They went up two games to nothing and then lost all three at home. He knew Gene Mock was going to tank. He knew Gene Mock was going to blow the the whole thing, man. And it's, it's unfortunate. (laughs) He was a great manager, great guy, but he knew, he knew it was the angels. It's the angels. I mean, I remember when they lost the 79 playoffs to the, Orioles and uh, Rance Mullenix made a, an error in like game six or seven. And I can hear my dad on the couch now. Who the F is Rance Mullenix? I'll never forget that, you know, and he was gone the next year. But yeah, my dad just heartbreak after heartbreak, man. Brian, that year. So there used to not be divisional series. It was just championship series because it was two divisions that year. And the championship series was best out of five. Angels go to Milwaukee. Milwaukee was in the American League at the time. They go to Milwaukee and they win the first two. And Milwaukee was like the team to beat that year. Harvey's Wallbangers. Harvey's Wallbangers. Robin Yao, Paul Molitor. um, Yeah. All all those dubs on there. And then next thing you know, they come to Anaheim and they just pummel them. Like, yeah. It was weird. Anyways, uh, Mikey, you're, you're up. Same well, I kind of, uh, I kind of, oh, but I kind of answered. I didn't realize I kind of answered it all at one time. But yeah. so Kershaw, Tyler Anderson, Turner, those are those are keys to come back. Um, like I said, uh, I'm on the fence on Kainley. Um, Martin, Chris Martin was phenomenal for the Dodgers. Um, I'd like to see Martin back. Everybody else. Um, thanks for your service. Go play <laughs> for the Angels. <laughs> Brian's like, what? I showed up on this thing and everybody's giving me a hard time. Let's not forget this is all started by Jason when he said it's been a long time since we've won something. The man's won 27 World Series and he's been alive for what, the 77, 78, uh, 96. 98, 99, 2000, 2008. Like he's seen seven or eight of them. He's complaining about not winning a World Series in the last 13 or 14 years. 13 I mean, years, come on, man. Jason. <laughs> Sorry, your diamond shoes don't fit so well. But I mean, well, you know, no, using <laughs> you, brother. <laughs> You're up. So who does who you uh, who you okay with seeing go? And then obviously you want to keep, like you said, Rizzo and. Judge, but who you okay with seeing go on your list? Um, we can start with the Raldis Chapman. Peace out. 
Uh, Matt Carpenter, Later Days, bro. Zach Britton, Hit the Road Jack. Uh, ben Attendee can go. Marwin Gonzalez is gone. We appreciate you. Thanks a lot. Um, I'm okay if Tyone goes. Um, he was average at best. Um, and I think that the Yankees have a problem giving guys a little leeway on the mound. They, they won't let them work through things. Uh, Montgomery was a perfect example when they dealt him. Uh, and I saw him and Tyone several times be frustrated and be taken out after 76 pitches and four and two thirds. And they just can't let them work through things. So I'm okay with Tyone going. Um, you know, I would, I know that Glaber is eligible for arbitration, but I would only resign him at a very low, at five point something. And even if he goes, you know, if the, but the, he's, I've never been a big Glaber fan. Um, but I, I, and Hicks has to go. Somebody has to, somebody needs to take on Aaron Hicks for, you know, for the, for the league. Somebody needs to take lumps for the league because he's just a horrendous player all around. Mikey's volunteering everybody go to the Angels. Yeah. So you're going to get Aaron Hicks. Well, right? Aaron Hicks or Marwin can go end up in Anaheim. But, yeah, Hicks has <laughs> got to, to be gone. I mean, you know, that's just – that's imperative. Um, but I, I don't know what Glaber Torres did last year against the Orioles, but I know one year he just could not make an out against them, and he hit a ton of homers. If, if they played the Orioles 162 games a year, I'd keep Glaber. Yeah. Glaber Glabers though, man, you know, they were talking about him needing glasses in 2021 and his, you know, he's, I think that some of these players are just really worried about their branding, their image. And, uh, and I have yet to see Glaber make an adjustment at any period of time in his Yankee career at the plate. He just gets up and hacks and he just, he tries to, he grips it and rips it, man. And, you know, there's certain, there's circumstances and bill you've talked about it baseball one baseball iq where you have to make an adjustment at the plate or when you go up to the plate say this is what i need to do and i've yet to see that with glaber so you know i'm, I'm not the biggest fan of his there's plenty of other guys out there that we can um you know feel and feed on and and dig in uh, i'll take eflin in my rotation as a four guy, for sure. I'll, I'll take Gene Segura at short. The guy gets like 180 knocks a season. If, if yeah. that's the best that's out there, if that's all I can get and replace IKF and some of these other little tiny chess pieces, I'll make those moves, man. I'll make those moves. I remember, I remember Jason, in a separate group chat, you were just absolutely ranting on of all this just to GTO <laughs> out of New York, out of the Bronx. And it, it was funny. And it's like, I don't know what went wrong with him. He just fell off a cliff. Oh, just, he's, he, he fell in love with his off-speed pitch. Yeah. You have a 105-mile-an-hour fastball. You throw that stuff. You present that thing. You shove every pitch around that zone every single time. But he falls in love with his off-speed pitch, and he thinks that that's his out pitch, and he can't throw that two times in a row for a strike. And it, even when he came back, I would have told him, look, bro, you throw a curveball, you're out of here. Because And what does he do? He just, he just starts dumping that 
that off speed and thinking that, and and forgets about this 104 mile an hour presence that he has. It, it, you can't see 104 miles an hour from from Aroldis Chapman, but goodness gracious, can you see a big fat bender coming out of his hand? So hit the road, bro. Go to Pittsburgh. I think he signed his papers when he uh, didn't show up for whatever made it so he wasn't a part of the yeah wanted to be a yeah. part of the playoff roster. So I, I don't think you're going to have to worry about seeing him next season. Yeah, no, he's he's done, and and he he wrote his he dug his own grave with that. Yeah. All right, Jason, we're going to stay with you. We're going to kind of combine a question together, right? So number one, you know, we got we got trades up the wazoo coming right so who on your team currently that you have on your team is untouchable so let's just assume for a second you get aaron judge back and you get um and you get anthony rizzo who's untouchable a b who would you use as trade baits because you're trying to fill what hole so nobody's untouchable what's after Aaron judge Nobody's untouchable after Aaron Judge. That I mean, Carlos Stanton, huh? John Carlos Stanton. Oh, Stanton can go too, man. He can hit the road, yeah. man. We we can get better. Send him to Atlanta or Anaheim, man. I mean, they can. <laughs> he can go. <laughs> I was like, bring him. Bring years him. ago, years ago, <laughs> I proposed that we trade him to the Cubs straight up for Chris Bryant, but nobody would listen to me. Um, I would have made that trade in a New York second uh, three, four, five years ago. Uh, but yeah, Stanton, he can he can go. He he needs to to get out of there too. I'm I've been pretty disappointed in him over the last two years. But yeah, untouchable after Judge is uh, everybody is on the on the ship out list. I mean, their bags should be by the front door just in case we get a wild hair and decide to trade your ass. So, I mean, that just, that's what it is. Uh, I think that, let's see, uh, trade bait for sure. Hicks, Oswaldo Cabrera, the rookie that they brought up to really kind of showcase him later in the summer. Uh, Oswaldo Cabrera is definitely trade bait. Higashioka could be taken in a package somewhere, maybe to Anaheim. I don't know. Um, and Domingo Herman for sure. Domingo Herman, I love the guy, he, he, but um, I, I would definitely put him involved in in a package somewhere along the deal. Um, and we, I could improve my team if, if they would just let me have a management position, I would, I would make our team so much better. Well, listen, we just got through the political <laughs> season so we can make up signs that say Jason Beckford GM of the Yankees. Let's go. Or put them around the Bronx. You know, I volunteer Thomas to put them out. I mean, I think Thomas is our muscle on this podcast. So, Thomas, if you don't mind going to the Bronx and putting out back for GM signs next to Brian Gaston's office. Let's go. Wait, my quit, don't quit in New York when it comes to baseball. Y'all, y'all got too much hostility up there. <laughs> wait, 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 Bill, don't you know a guy that um that has a Seattle that has a Seattle Mariners hat and a Houston flag and uh knows how to do things? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, sort of. He has an Orioles. Uh, yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. That yes, exactly. There you go. Good call. So, Mikey, assume that we get the three people back on the Dodgers that we want. Who is untouchable? Who's trade bait? And which hole are you really trying to fill? Well, the hole we'd be trying to fill would be shortstop. And we won't know that until we figure out what Trey Turner is doing. Um, Let's assume we get Trey Turner back. 
Uh, you know, uh, we're all. Am I picking just one guy? One guy that's no, a no, no for whoever you want. Jason uh, listed his whole team. Yeah, I mean, I, I would not like, too. He you know, listed. I think Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman are obviously untouchable. Uh, I would say Dustin May. I I would not trade Dustin May. Um. So. Uh, yeah, there's there's those three guys, and then you, you know you kind of build around whatever you want to do. The rest, uh, trade bait. I, Cody, you know, um, I I don't really know what you could get for him at this point. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna piggyback off of uh, what Jason said about uh, Glaber Torres. Um, Cody has showed no willingness to try and switch anything up the last two years. I mean, he's in that upright position. Jerry Harrison Jr. said it himself. Um, or not Jerry, the other Harrison, I'm sorry. Scott. Whichever one's on our thing. But uh, Scott, oh, Scott, I'm sorry, yeah. Um, but he's been unwilling to take any advice from anyone. And if he should, he should be picking Freddie Freeman's brain constantly. I mean, Jesus. Um, so Cody, but I, I really don't know what you could get for him at this point. I would just hope he can figure it out and kind of find somewhere between the 2019 Cody and whatever he is now be a two two fifty kind of hitter. Uh, you know, so, uh, and, and, you know, for some reason, Gavin Lux gets mentioned a lot as trade bait. Um, I would like to see him stay, but C Cody is one that I, I, I would, uh, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if he got traded and, and we could get something worthy for him. Yeah. 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 All right. So, so Thomas, same question. Cause that's Mikey, you nailed that pretty good. And there, and there's a lot, Jason, different than the Yankees. We have a farm system that is crazy, and people are always trying to offer crazy things to the Dodgers. And there's some guys that you're going to hear about, like Bobby Miller and others in the future. But I don't know that the Dodgers are, except for at third base, I don't know that they're really looking to fill any holes, right? And right now, Miguel Vargas can play third base just as good as Max Muncy or Justin Turner. Um, the question is, is can he hit? And... You know, what we haven't talked about yet on this episode is how the the shift is going to change these players. Um, again, rumor mill today had Joey Gallo, who is one of Jason's favorite all-time players, to ever wear a Yankees uniform. I, I know, you know, he's mentioned that a number of times. He's the um, worst. You know. I'm surprised uh, they didn't give Joey Gallo number four when he played for the Yankees. I can't believe it. Yeah. You know where, you know where he's... <laughs> Uh, considering signing at uh, Korea, Anaheim, Colorado. No, they can have him. Colorado. He'll have forty home runs and fifty hits total. Yeah, um, yeah. He'll have forty home runs and hit hit one twenty eight. Yeah, he's gonna suck what? there too, man. He just can't play. He he's been faking out the major leagues for however long he's been playing, and he is just horrendous. He's bad. He cannot play and send him wherever, man. And he, he, he's going to have a struggle hitting a buck 20. Yeah. 
that's true that amen to that amen to that um okay thomas uh you're up all right different from most teams the braves have a strong strong young core so the untouchables you're not touching the 2022 rookie of the year michael harris you're not touching the runner-up 2022 rookie of the year Spencer strider you're not touching the former rookie of the year ronald Acuna jr you're not touching the Cy Young finalist, Max Freed. You're not touching the, the finalist for Gold Glove over there in, um, in, in Austin Riley. There's just a whole core team that we're, you're not, don't even ask about them because they're not going anywhere. What do you say? Does anybody feel like we're looking at somebody's yearbook, most likely succeed, best looking, <laughs> cutest couple? Yes. Like he's naming all these awards. Like anybody else just like saying we got right a strong now? team. We keep getting these awards because we're a right now in the offseason without making any improvements. We're a playoff team without making any improvements at all. So we just need one push one key person to make us a World Series contender. But we're going to make the playoffs regardless with this current team. Okay. But when it comes to people that we're going we're gonna to use for trade bait, people we can use to get someone else, the only reason, and I keep in mind, I love this guy. He's one of my favorite players on the team right now. But Ozzy Albies, he's coming off an injury season. If we have to use him as trade bait, let's, look, let's use him. The biggest thing that I would love to keep him for is because I think Acuna plays better with Ozzy in the lineup. But he's still a great player. He's a silver slugger player. He's a gold glove player, but he's coming off injury. So you don't know how this 2023 season is going to look. But if we have to use him to get somebody like a good 45 homer guy in left field, let's use him because our farm system, we develop guys. We get those guys ready for the major league level. Look at Shea Langoliers that went over to Oakland. Oh, oh, oh. we lost him. We lost two. I think, we, well, one, one had a house issue that was an emergency. Um, he'll come back on. So, David, I'm going to have you take over while he's um, he's jumping back on. Okay. Um, so, I guess in terms of trade value, um, you're not trading Bryce because he has a no tra- he has a no trade clause. You're not trading JT. You're not trading Reese. Um, you're not trading Nola, and you're not trading Wheeler, and you're not trading Ranger. And that's pretty much it that, that I can think of. In terms of actually using pieces, in terms to possibly trade, we have a an absolute plethora of outfielders, and I think that, you know if we could dump like. I mean, I love Matt, I love Matt Vealing. I love like I love everybody on my team. It's really hard to say like you know, I want them to leave. I want them to leave. But then it's just very difficult to just say, okay, we're going to trade you. Oh, why did Why did you break my heart? Why did you do this? Um, but I mean, if if I had to say you know who we could trade, I'm okay with trading Matt Vealing. Um, I'm okay with possibly trading Bryson Stott. Um, but I mean, that's, that's probably like a, out of a, out of a scale of 10, Bryson's probably like a three or four for possibly getting traded. Um, I mean, we, we have, a, we have some prospects that we can toss in here and there. You're not trading, we're not trading a uh, painter. Good luck trying to trade him away. Okay. Um, yeah, I think those are the only players that I can think of that we could possibly have as a sort of, 
trade value. You know, if, if I were, and, and this may not be popular in Philly, so, you know, forgive me. Uh, don't not don't not buy me a cheesesteak when I get out there. But the three guys that I look at on your team, and by the way, you have a phenomenal team. Don't get me wrong. You guys yeah. made the World Series. But uh-huh. the three guys that I look at and say are untouchable is number three, right? Um, uh, yeah, and um, number three. And then JT, yeah. I – Love JT behind the dish, uh-huh. and he can produce offensively. Yeah, and then the third guy is is Stout, like you mentioned. Or there's uh-huh. I didn't pronounce that right, but right, like I don't want to see that guy go because he is young and he's the future of your club. Yeah. Right, he may only hit 280, but he'll be in the lineup every single day. Yeah. Right, every single day he'll be there. So. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's exciting times. All right. Thomas says he's going to be jumping on here in a second. His phone died, but I'm going to move on to the next, uh, to the final question. And then Thomas will, will jump on when he gets on. Um, David, it starts with you. So the, um, what are your chances at winning your division in 2023? I'm going to say slim to none, to be completely honest. Um, I know. All right. Hear me out. Hear me out. I got to hear this. So a lot of the things that I think it's, it's controversial mainly because we don't know what Bryce Harper's situation is because he has, he is getting his shoulder checked or his elbow, whichever one of those parts that you need to throw or ball or swing a bat, he's getting that checked out. Um, if it's the worst case scenario, he's gone for the year. So that's going to be an immediate miss of the bat. I, I just feel like when you play in a division with the Mets and the Braves, and, and mind you, they both made the playoffs. The Braves won the East because the Mets kept on metting, which is the best. It's difficult because the Phillies are – the exact definition of bipolar. You can have stretches where they win six, oh. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games, and then they lose the next five. Then they win three. Then they then they lose four. They they are so back and forth. They don't know what they don't know how to how to stay on one side of the wall. They don't know how to do that. Um, I mean, I'm gonna say this: ten percent chance. It's very slim, very slim, but we, we have the pieces, but I think it's just, it's, it's going to be that three-way race and we're probably going to be the ones that bow out first. And we're going to secure a wild card again. That's just what I'm thinking. Okay. Yep. I'll, I'll buy that. Uh, Thomas, we're going to go back to you here for a second. I, we lost you there for a sec. Oh, wait, are you with us, Thomas? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry about that, guys. No, no, no. So tell us again about your, your trade bait real quick. And then the next question is, is what are your chances of winning your division in 2023? Trade bait, anybody in the modern leagues is open for trades because our modern leagues builds those players and gets them major league ready. So anybody outside of those four or five guys, I said that was the core guys, you're, you can go. If you want to take Marcelo Zuna, we will package in a washer and dryer. Take him. 
We want Marcel Azuna off the team. Take Marcel Azuna, please. Begging you. We'll give money. We'll give whatever. Get him off of our payroll. Man, it can't say anything enough to get Marcel Azuna off of this <laughs> roster. <laughs> I love it. See, and Thomas, in my opinion, not that it matters much. I'm not a Braves fan, but I think you only have three really untouchables on that team. And everybody else can can go. I think Max is untouchable, mm-hmm. right? Because you need that pitcher. I think Asuna, I'm sorry, not Asuna, uh, Acuna <laughs> is untouchable. And I think yeah. Harris is untouchable. Harris should never be in any conversation because if you let him be, he will be yeah. your next Chipper Jones and or your next Andrew uh-huh. Jones. Like that dude is good and he's young. But you know what? If the right guy comes along, if you can package up uh, uh Austin Riley deal, as much as Austin Riley is good, if you package him up for a starter that'll eat up some innings and get you some wins, take it. If your name's not Trout, if your name's not a Tony, if your name's not Judge, I don't want to hear it about Austin Riley. I don't want to hear about Spencer Strider. I don't want to hear – I just don't want to hear hear that conversation don't even start the conversation that's right i forgot about stash i forgot about stash okay stash doesn't go anywhere either but listen i there's fandom and there's the business of baseball right and you know stash Mm -hmm. and harris are your future and your future is bright your future is bright yeah so tell me so david just said they had a slim chance at winning the east and he called the phillies bipolar which is bold. I don't know that he's going to want to show his face around Philadelphia tomorrow, but whatever. Okay, we'll we'll deal with that. What are the odds that the Braves win the division um, again next season? Going, what are we going for? Six straight, man. It's, it's okay. been a while since we haven't won the division. I can't even remember. The this last is time. this is why I <laughs> said we have a ten percent chance, Bill. This is why I said we have a ten percent chance. <laughs> But, yes, I do think winning division is not going to be a problem next year because of how the Phillies are going to have to rebuild, how the Mets are going to have to rebuild. They don't have that core that the Braves have. So I think we're winning the division again. But it's getting to that next round, getting to that championship series. That's what I'm worried about right there. We need to make those next two trades, those next two pieces to get to that next round. But right now, as it stands, I'm good with my Braves team. Love it. Love it. Mikey, what do you think? I'm just going to say I think the Dodgers, um, as is right now, stand a good chance of, you know, winning the West next year. So um, <clears throat> I, I I know whatever Andrew Friedman does as far as, you know, what we have going on with free agency and possible trades or whatever else, uh, he's always proven um, that you know, he's going to make the Dodgers better. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I see us winning the National League West for the 11th time in 12 seasons. There you go. Giving it back to Thomas. Doing the math. Carrying the one divided by three. There you go. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, it took Doc- a team to, to win 107 games the year before to stop us from winning 11 in a row. So, um. All right, Dr. Beck, take us home. Are the Yankees going to win their division next year? What's the odds? 
Um, at, at, at this stage of the game, you know, the Yanks are built to win. They're built to win now. Um, if they put the pieces of the puzzle together and get players that fit Yankee baseball, get the right pieces to the puzzle, they have a chance to, to make a run, make a, a late run and, and secure the AL East. Uh, you know, but you got to be, you, we have to be realistic. Tampa Bay is not going to be bad a second year in a row. Tampa Bay is always good. Baltimore is nipping at everybody's heels now. It's not the, it's not just the one, two punch that it usually is in the AL East and everybody's playing for third place. So they, they have the management has to be looking in the rearview mirror. Yeah. Um, if they do not make any major deals and sign judge, they're going to struggle next year because they, they yeah. have to, you know, Garrett Cole, you know, might is going to continue to, to be the, the one guy for, for the team. But um, and they may resign Severino. I, I don't want them to lose Severino, but uh, again, the, the pitching staff is going to dictate um, what they do because the offense is going to score the runs to support the pitching staff. And Judge being in that first part of that lineup is imperative. Is key. Is key. Okay, so. I, I know we've ran a, a little long, but I want to thank you guys for this because this is a topic of conversation that I, I was talking to some people today about the difference between fandom and the business of baseball. And that's kind of what we just discussed here. So I am grateful, Mikey, Jason, Thomas, uh, Brian had a, a family thing and then and David. And so thank you so much for being on tonight. Um, fellas, you'll all be part of the predictions podcast that we're going to do before the end of the, before the season starts. And we'll have you back on again, but thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun. And Thomas, thank you for this great idea. This has been phenomenal. So Thanks. hope you guys enjoy it and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Tom. Good. See you guys. Good.